Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Well, good evening, everyone. Happy Sunday. It is Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. It is Super Bowl number 54, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I'm not a football girl, but, hey, sometimes every once in a while I will sit down with my husband and catch in a game. And so I am definitely going to be tuning in to the rest of the game after our interview on today. Uh, one great thing I just had to, um, I have to make note of, because I thought this was just absolutely amazing um, that the Super Bowl decided to do this. Um, they they chose one of the Tuskegee Airmen, Lieutenant Colonel Charles McGee, as an honorary captain for the Super Bowl. But this is what is so amazing, guys. He is 100 years old, 100 years old, that's right. And so that is definitely, definitely, definitely uh, a noteworthy um, uh, something to just mention. And so always grateful and, and, and excited and honored when, uh, you know, when organizations do great things like that. Isn't that amazing? 100 years old, Tuskegee Airmen, Lieutenant Colonel Charles McGee, uh, as the honorary captain for the Super Bowl, I just think that it's absolutely amazing, guys. Again, happy Sunday. Welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe show. I am your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. It is an awesome day to just give God praise for just being God all by himself. As you guys know, I am the author of Broken Wings which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we used prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insight. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. So um, a few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, uh, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving, 
my journey, goal-setting journal, and also um, uh, Soaring by the Power of a God, which is Power of God, which is a 31-day devotional. All of my books can be um, found on my website at www.twilareed.com as well as Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, and our book, Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, is now also available online at Walmart. And um, Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul is actually a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, you really just want to give up and give in. Life normally becomes chaotic and so hectic. You really may feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. And those challenges can really become very overwhelming and really push you into a state of isolation. Well, I want to encourage you that that's the time that you cannot give up. It is definitely the time that you cannot give in. It's actually the time to truly understand the power of your words because it's through those words that you're going to find strength and you're going to find the will to turn your situation around. So, guys, I want to encourage you guys to check out uh, the books. Go to the website, www.twilowread.com, and please subscribe and follow and just, you know, so you can stay connected on the things that we have going on. We also have our 2020 monthly planner available online as well. Um, also, uh, we have a lot of great things that are going to be coming um, down the line. Uh, as you guys know, my latest book, Confessions of a Caregiver, uh, which is now number one bestseller, we will be actually starting Confessions of a Caregiver volume number two. That's right, volume two. So if you are a caregiver or if you know a caregiver who wants to be a part of this amazing book project to just, um, you know, join in and share their testimony and uh, uh, of what it's like to really be a caregiver, really walk in the shoes of a caregiver, we're going to share brutally honest testimonies of faith and perseverance and what it's really like when we are, you know, have some downtime and are able to go into our secret closets, our secret place where we can really just pour ourselves out to the Lord and, and cry out, where, you know, tears that no one ever sees. So Confessions of a Caregiver, Volume 2, we are now actually looking and seeking for caregivers. I actually have two slots available, only two more slots available. So if you're listening and you're a caregiver or you know a caregiver, please, sir, please, ma'am, contact me at info at twilareed.com. Again, um, all of our books are, are available on our website, uh, com. So thank you so much. Again, happy Sunday. Again, welcome, welcome to the show. It's been an amazing day today. It's been a pretty chilly day here in Savannah, Georgia, but nonetheless, one that we are thankful for and are just grateful to God for allowing us to be able to see another day. Here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious. And now they are here 
to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world, to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. So for today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conferencecafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash conferencecafe. So if you or someone that you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me and let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. It is now time for our devotional reading for this evening. I am going to be reading from uh, my devotional, Soaring by the Power of God. And today I'm going to be reading from Jeremiah. Jeremiah, the 24th chapter, verse number 7. Jeremiah 24 and 7, and it reads, I will give them the desire to know that I am the Lord. Then they will be my people, and I will be their God, because they will return to me with all their hearts. So for just a very uh, few uh, quick minute, a few moments, I want to talk to you uh, from the topic of give him your whole heart. Give him your whole heart. The most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. God wants us to trust him in every part of our lives, not just the spiritual part. Your heart follows your treasure. Your treasure does not follow your heart. Show me what you invest in, and I will show you what you love. We can't be casual and uncaring about this. The first commandment clearly tells us we are to have no other God before God. It's important that we get this right and understand why it's important to give God our whole heart. Well, it's kind of simple. God speaks to us through our heart. Life is filled with overwhelming emotions and unexpected challenges and unpredictable relationships, which can cause our hearts to become selfish in an effort to endure and survive. So many people and things compete for our hearts and devotion that it can, pos- that it can seem impossible to be wholehearted for anything, let alone God. However, it is possible to be wholehearted And God's love paves the way to give our hearts completely to him if we follow his whole, follow his word wholeheartedly. I want to encourage you to seek the Lord with all of your heart. Don't let your troubles distract you from being obedient to the Lord. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Never rely on what you think that you know. If you trust in the Lord, that means you have faith in the Lord, right? If you trust in the Lord and you're trusting with all of your heart, then nothing that comes your way will distract you from God's will and way. Nothing will lead you away from his word. That can be some of the biggest mountains in front of you, but if you are trusting God with all of your heart, then he will move them. Just keep loving, keep trusting, keep seeking him with all of your heart. How far are you willing to go for God? Christ said that if 
anything gets in the way of doing God's work, then you have to master it. You can't allow problems to slow you down because if you do, it will slow down God's work. The Bible says to be careful about what we allow into our hearts and what we allow our hearts to be devoted to. God gives us the power to do this. So give God your whole heart so you can know the life of abundance and that that he came to offer. Therefore, you must strive to put your whole heart into God's word. Don't be a half-hearted Christian. You can't serve God in the flesh. You must do so with your whole heart so that he can lead you in the way that you should go. Set your mind and your will to obey God with all of your heart. Read real spiritual things to help with your spiritual growth because this comes when you are wholeheartedly wrapped up in God's work. So give him your whole heart. Amen, amen, amen. Quick shout-out to our sponsors, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense for personalized candles and gift baskets or T-shirts for any occasions, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets, candles, T-shirts, and more. The Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they accomplish unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. We have an amazing show lined up for you all this evening. We have a very special guest with us on today. She's a published author, a true survivor, one who is filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. She is taking her life experience, the journey that she has traveled from tragedy to triumph, and she is here now to share this journey with you guys. So I want you all to relax, grab your cup of tea or coffee as we prepare to be blessed by this truly anointed vessel. But first, we are going to take a quick break, but don't you move because we will be right back. Second Peter 1 and 3 tells us that God has given us everything that we need life and godliness through our knowledge of him. I have everything. I have everything I need. I have everything I need. Thank you, Jesus. I have everything. 
I am by James Fortune says you're a masterless, oh God. There's no word to describe who you are and what you are in our lives, oh God, the things that you do, the role that you play. I love that song. That is truly one of my favorite songs. And um, so, guys, that was a, it always hits home a little bit personal for me when I hear that song. But welcome back, guys, to the Conquerors Cafe. Again, I am your host, Twyla Reed, and we have an amazing show lined up for you guys this evening. You're definitely in for a treat. Miss Andrea Rose Butler is a licensed minister of the gospel, author of Single Parents in Pursuit of God, Thriving in a Bearing Place. Also, Becoming a Woman God Can Use, Lessons from God's Female Board of Directors, and The Incredible Journey, Shattered But I'm Not Broken, conference speaker and lyricist. She is also the founder and president of the Becoming Woman's Network, LLC, which reaches out to women around the world via the Internet to inspire them to reach their God-given destiny and purpose, as well as the Becoming Woman's Conference and Life on Purpose workshops. Andrew currently resides in Richmond, Virginia, where she serves the community as a member of New Canaan Worship Center. She serves as Director of Leadership Development and Training, facilitates adult Sunday school and Bible study, She's a single parent of two and has touched the lives of many with her teaching and inspirational testimony of of overcoming childhood trauma and domestic violence. So without further ado, I want you guys to put your hands together and help me welcome Andrea Butler to the show. Well, good evening, ma'am. Good evening. How are you? Great. How are you today? I am doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We are truly excited to have you here with us on today. On this Yes, it's this a pleasure to be here. Thank Sunday. you. I know. <laughs> so are you, uh, who are you rooting for? Uh, I used to be an old-time 49ers um, fan. I, I think I'll, I'll stick with the 49ers <laughs> and just go around. <laughs> so I'm gonna do. Uh, uh, I was thinking about doing a trivia because I was doing a little research on the Super Bowl, and I tell you, when I saw the price of Super Bowl tickets, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I had no mm-hmm. idea that a ticket to the fo- a football game would cost so much. So, um, oh yeah, I tell you that kind of blew me away there. But again, um, just to reiterate, um. I just thought it was just really awesome uh, about the uh, Tuskegee Airmen, 100-year-old Lieutenant Colonel Charles McGee, how they appointed him as an honorary captain for the Super Bowl. Oh, guys, that just really made my heart so happy to see that. So a big thank you. I, I just want to give, uh, you know, the, the um, I guess, the Board of Directors for the Super Bowl a round of applause for Outstanding gesture. That was just awesome. Well, Andrew, we're going to go ahead and get started into the interview. Um, I did, you know, I read your bio and did the intro, but I would really just like for you to say hello to the listeners and and just your own words. Well, I want to say thank you for everyone for tuning in and for 
you know, being there tonight. I appreciate all of you um, for being there and for being here um, with us and for all my friends and family um, that is out there that's listening. I appreciate you guys. I love you. And um, I'm here, you know, so sit back and enjoy. That's right. Sit back and enjoy. Amen. We are so excited that you are here to share your testimony. And um, as always, I always like to go back to um, our guests, especially the guests that are authors. Uh, We always go back to where your writing journey began. So I want you to go back. When you first started writing, I just want you to share with our listeners some of the things that inspired you to write, to start writing. Well, I English teachers uh, actually inspired me. I started writing poetry when I was in junior high. And in high school, I had uh, a teacher that just really pushed and pushed. And, you know, she says, you 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 got so much talent, you know, do this, and uh, she inspired me to, you know, put stuff in the newspaper, and I submitted one of my um, poems, my first ones that I wrote, um, called "The Irish Dreamer," to a uh, an anthology, and oh, wow. it, it won, it, yeah, it, it won Publisher's Choice Award. I think I was 16, and I started writing awesome. short stories and plays, and it wasn't until later, when I was an, an adult, my first book, the uh, Becoming a Woman God Can Use started out of a Bible study that I was doing, and I started putting together lessons for the ladies that came to the Bible study, and I put it together into a book, and I self-published it myself, and then uh, later on I republished it but, and added more chapters and did a whole lot of revisions as as I grew in my writing. And, and so yeah. I, I think I'm that teacher that was there, and so if you're an, if you're a teacher – especially, and you're, you know, you see someone that has talent, you know, I thank you for encouraging them to um, to continue in that craft and, you know, lend that support that they may not have at home because sometimes parents don't understand the gift when you're creative. So thank That's you. Right. For, uh, that is great. You know, and, uh, uh, you know, just dropping those seeds, a lot of times educators really don't understand um, because, you know, not saying that this is the case, but a lot of times, you know, you have these uh, young, inspiring writers, and they may not get the encouragement that they need from home. And so, That's you right. know, as educators and teachers, you know, it's very important that if you pick up on a gift or, or you know, a talented young writer to please speak life into the writer and encourage them mm-hmm. to write and to keep keep. Keep doing those things. Now, right. uh, I always ask this. Always ask this question um, because you you said something about republishing. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. times, it's okay. I really feel that it's really okay to go back and do that, especially if you start out young and you're writing. Um, sometimes um, authors they get in a place where they're stuck and they don't know what type of content to put out next. You know, I would encourage you to go back and pull one of your books that you may have published, you know, years ago and, 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 and add to it and, and, and clean it up. And, you know, because like you said, you grow along the way. And there are mm-hmm. lots of things that you learn that you did not know initially. So uh, I heard you say that it's something that you did now. And because of that, 
if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would that one thing be? I would tell myself, don't let life get in the way of your gift, because that's something that happened. And I I was always so focused on writing, and then life happened. You know, I grew up, and you know, to a series of life circumstances, be married. You know, the domestic violence that was there in that marriage, and just losing the, the, myself. And you know, then I ended up being a single parent with my kids through my marriage. And I put the gift down, and I recognized as I picked it back up and as I started writing that that was a way for me to heal. And I I think I would have told my younger self, you know, keep on writing. You know, keep putting putting words to paper because when you get it out, especially when you, you hold these things in your head, and and you you replay them over and over in your mind. If you put it to paper at that moment with all the emotions, then it's easier to convey that emotion to someone else. Whereas you, when you distance yourself from the emotion, a lot of times when you go back to try and write it, it's not quite the same. So I would I would say you know continue to continue to write. Don't allow life to get in the way, and use those talents that God has given you. Amen. And let's talk about your book, The Incredible Journey. I want you to let our listeners know the genre of your book, and I want you to talk about the inspiration behind the title, The Incredible Journey. Okay, so the genre, it's its an autobiography. It, so it's about my life and the things that I've experienced, and, and the journey just for me, never even thinking that I was going to be an adult because of, you know, grow, growing up um, and growing up in an abusive home. My father at the time wasn't really happy with me being a girl and all the other stuff, and he wanted boys, and there was a whole whole lot of stuff, you know. He, you know, he hurt my brothers as well, but they, you know, I remember one time talking to my brother, and he, was like, and he just said, you know, you know, he was trying to kill you, and I said, yeah, I, yeah, I figured that out real early, oh, wow. that he wow. was that he was trying to get rid of me. But God had a plan for my life. I became a believer when I yes. was eight years old. And through Christ, I mean, through all the things that I've experienced, being molested and, uh, you know, joining the military and having that, that kind of travel and marrying essentially my father and that whole journey of being homeless and the um, surviving all of that and ending up with breast cancer and that whole journey of I never lost the purpose of who God was in my life, and I never lost him. Yeah. And it was just a journey that he took me on, you know, when I look back. And when I tell people, they're like, there's no way. And I'm like, yes, you just don't know how God carried me on this journey to where I am today that I am not a bitter, angry person about the things that happened. And, you know, I look back, and, and even though there was a lot of pain and there was a lot of sorrow, I could still see God's hand at work. And I, I say that my favorite scripture is Romans 8, 8.28, and I kind of make Andrea's translation out of it. And I would say that God yeah. takes everything that happens to you, and he weaves it together like a tapestry, and he turns it into something beautiful for his glory. Amen. And when, yes. when, when we look at the fact that, you know, when you look on the underside of a tapestry, it doesn't look pretty. But when you flip it over and you see all the different colors, and sometimes your life, he's changing the colors. You know, sometimes there's black in there, sometimes there's green and there's blue and, you know, and and there's this whole pattern that he's weaving together 
to make your life have purpose and meaning, but we don't always see it because a lot of times we're looking on the underside where it's jagged and, you know, there's all these, it looks like chaos and confusion, but God, he said, I'm, I'm making your life beautiful for my glory. And when people see the other side of it, of what you live, you're on the other side, you're seeing all the mess. That's right. But people see the yes. beauty of the work that God has done in your life and, and through all the things that he's carried you through. And, you know, and I look at what I have experienced should have destroyed me. I had a therapist and, you know, that told me, she said, I look at you and you, uh, people haven't gone through half of what you go through and they're alcoholics, they've wow. committed suicide, they're drug addicts, they've hmm. done all these different things in their lives to deal with the pain. But I look at you and I see joy all over you. And I, I just like, can yes. you tell me how, how are you so joyful? And I was like, you know what? It's God. I said, it it, I said, it's nothing but God that has kept me sane, sober, you know, and on the top side of the grave because I should have been dead, you know, either through the hands of someone else or through my own life, you know. And so God is, is amazing. And when you stick with him and allow him do everything else to carry you through. You too will have an incredible journey because truly that's what my life has been. It has been a journey of pain, but also self-discovery and uh, of joy and recognizing that God does and truly work everything together for my good. And he has called me to be more than a conqueror. And so I may have been shattered, but I'm not broken or destroyed. So Amen. I my- like that. Yes, not broken or destroyed. And, and, you know, as you were talking, you know, I thought about um, something that my pastor said today, uh, resistance. You know, think about resistance mm-hmm. when when we are uh, in a place where we are fighting a battle, okay? That resistance mm-hmm. that we have is really meant to break us. Think about even with, mm-hmm. with weightlifting and exercise. What does resistance do? It when you when you add an extra mm-hmm. weight or something that causes resistance, it causes pain. It causes something that makes you want to quit. But it mm-hmm. but yes. you don't quit because in the end, the resistance the resistance is something that helps you because it's building muscles, it's building stamina, it's building strength. It's right. building that. So that, that and that resistance is, is the, the trials and the tribulations that we go through in life. You That's know, right. the heartache, the, right. uh, the abuse that we dealt with. All of those things, we can look at that and say that that is actually resistance. And uh, that resistance built strength. It gave us, it gave us strength that we needed to go on and to keep pushing on and to keep persevering. So think about it. Without right. that. Where would we be? There's always a reason for the resistance in our lives. And the Bible clearly True. tells us the things that we fight against, we, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We That's do right. not. We're always in a spiritual warfare. So whether it's dealing with a, a, a an abusive marriage or dealing with sexual abuse, dealing with physical abuse, emotional abuse, whatever it is, dealing with uh, 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 things on the job, uh, uh, children that you're dealing with, whatever it is, it does not matter what it is. We have to always keep in mind that some attacks are actually targeted. So, Sister Andrew, I wanted to just encourage you and, and say to this, those things that you were going through, God had you covered all along. From yes, the very yes, he did. 
Yes, and 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 so the, those attacks may have been intentional. They may you were the target for such a time as this for you to be able right. to share your story, share your testimony, and share your journey with those who are listening that, guess what, have gone through, are going through, and will go through, and just may not know how to, to, to endure. They may not know how to persevere. But because you've made it out victorious, now you are here to share your testimony of hope and healing to help them make it through. That's that's right, you know. And it's so funny that um, a friend of mine, when I when I was in the middle of going through, she sent me a letter, and in that letter, she, um, she wrote a scripture that basically says, and I've used that as the catalyst for what I do, that when you go through these things, it's not just for myself, but it's for those that will come behind. And so when, um, so my my trouble and the trouble that I've gone through is so that I can share that trouble with that my healing with someone else. And, you know, and I was thinking about Jesus said, you know, when you've been sifted as weak, but after you have been converted, after you have gone through the sifting, strengthen your brother to be that encourager, yes. to, to go back and reach back and pull somebody else out and up with you as, as you're going, you know, as you have gone through. And so that's the, the premise of, of what the Becoming Woman's Network is all about is to, Go back and strengthen the brethren. Go back and pull somebody out, and you see them. You see them hurt. You see them broken, and said, "Hey, you know, I I was like you, and this is what God is able to do. Look at look at my life and see what God is able to do. And and come on, you know, come and see this man Jesus, who is able to heal, who is able to set you free. Amen. And then once you've been healed and set free, then you do the same thing. And then you find out what, how is that? What's your what's your so that's why our tagline is position purpose, passion, and then purpose. So find out who you are in Christ. Then once you find out who you are in Christ and how much he loves you, then work from what what is the gift that is inside of you. So that, that is your passion. And then out of that passion, how can I turn my passion into purpose? And that purpose is to build up God's kingdom using the things that I, that I have inside of me that God has already put inside of my heart and, and in my hands to do. And, but we have to know first who we are in Christ. And what our Amen. position is in him. And I say every single time, every interview that I've done, every interview that I've, um, you know, where there was someone interviewing me as well, I always say mm-hmm. this, that the things that we go through in life, it's never for us. And we may not always mm-hmm. able to see that initially because what we're going through doesn't feel good. Uh, it, it makes us uncomfortable um, and, and sometimes it even brings on the spirit of fear, but God has not given us that. And so once we are able to see through our spiritual eyes why we are going through the things we're going through, then and only then we'll be able to realize that, hey, what we're going through is to help someone else. It's always That's to true. help someone else, always. It, it is always. And, and you know, we may not like what we go through. You know, I, I oh, hear that yes. too, and I remember all the things that I've gone through, and I was like, you know, God, you created the heavens and the earth. You could have done this a different way. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you could have done it a different way. You, you didn't need me, but then I go back and I look back at the cross, and even Jesus had the same question. He was like, Father, if, is it possible? Can you cause this cup to go away from me? Because I really don't want to do this. But we That's have to right. come to that place like Jesus in the garden and say, nevertheless, 
It's not it's yeah, not my will. I'm gonna drink this bitter cup. I'm gonna drink this bitter cup. Yeah, I don't want Lord. it, but I will drink it because I, he's looking he looked yeah. me on the cross and he saw me and he saw you. And so I have to say, Okay, God, I have to drink this bitter cup of whatever it is that you you've allowed me to go through because somebody else is on the other side of this cup that needs to know that you are God and that you are good regardless of what they're going through. Amen. And, and, and I want to say this. Now, I want to add to this, too, because uh, because what we have to understand is that when we are fighting, uh, if we when, when you're going through a fight, when you're going through a test in, in, in a trial, uh, when you're fighting against the one that you see with your physical eye, then guess what happens mm-hmm. during that time? The devil is whipping you left and right. We mm-hmm. have to understand that it is not flesh that we fight against. If you are a born-again Christian, you are always fighting against flesh and blood. Against, I mean, not you're not fighting against flesh and blood. You are fighting against uh, principalities. If the Bible says that, and we have to understand that and know that. That is so true. So if we are, are, are incapable of seeing past what we are looking at with our physical eyes, then guess what? We're going to get that whipping. The enemy is going to continue to beat on us and whip on us. It it is not going to be until we actually realize that we are fighting spiritual battles. And when you are fighting spiritual battles, you have to use your spiritual weapon. We have to use prayer. We have to use fasting. We have to use those things, speaking kind words, turning the other cheek. Those are the things that are going to bring victory over uh, 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 whatever battle uh, or whatever it is that we are dealing with. It's true, yes. And so we have to look now, beyond the the people, yes. Yes, absolutely. Now, in, in regards to your book, The Incredible Journey, I want you to describe the audience that you write for. And in regards to this book, the message that you are trying to portray to the readers what are two things that you want them to walk away with after reading The Incredible Journey? Wow. Who am I, my audience? I would say my audience is, it's basically for people. I, I know it's, it's really broad. If you've ever been wounded by someone, or if you're even in a, the middle of a crisis, or you know someone that's in the middle of a crisis, I tell people all the time, I said, I have lived through so many different things, I think, because I can reach other people in my in my current work, you know, um, because I've, I've been on public assistance. I've been in, um, I have been in Section 8 housing. I've lived in a housing yes. shelter. I've gone through, you know, domestic violence, child abuse, sexual assault. I've mm. lived through yeah. um, cancer. And, and so if you find yourself in that place of tragedy or you have a family member that's in that place right now and they need hope. Yeah. That my my thing is that you that they walk away with hope that God is able to turn your situation around. And the second thing is also that if that person does not know Jesus as Lord and Savior or you know you're trying to um, being a witness because I've had people who read my book and have come to Christ by reading it. I, in, in, in pretty much all my books, there's an invitation to come to Christ. And so if you don't know how to 
share with a loved one who may be lost. This may be a, a great a great tool as well to give to them to read this story and and it's and they can see it's not it's not a Bible character. This is not something that happened thousands of years ago, but this is a person that lives today, that has experienced all of this, and still comes out on the other side, not bitter, not angry, not not having any no no hatred or animosity towards these yes. people and that God is able to do it. And so that, that I would say that will be that, the biggest thing to walk away with. There is hope in your situation, no matter what you are going through, you know, if, whether it's sickness, whether it's, you know, it's abuse, whether it's financial situations, you know, I, I share about, you know, working and as a, as a single parent making $6.30 an hour, with two children and a car payment, and you had to pay rent, wow. and you had to do all these different things, and how God took and multiplied what I had, and and yes. allowed me to. We, my kids and I, we would take vacations to nowhere. We would do, you know, different things that that God still allowed my kids to experience so much life, yes. even when I had no money. And He took yes, all of God. that and all of those experiences, and I said, if you're going through that right now, um, there is hope for you. God is able to take your situation, and like I said, he'll be able to turn it around, weave it together, and make something beautiful out of whatever it is that you're facing um, right now. Amen. So that, I want that's, to that's um, let our, I want to just remind our listeners that um, our, our phone lines are now open. Uh, we are here with Ms. Andrea Butler. She's discussing her book, The Incredible Journey. And her message is to simply never underestimate the power of God as he works in your life. Her belief is even amid unbelievable trials that God can take it all and work it for your good. She's a survivor of child abuse, sexual assault, domestic violence, and even breast cancer. And she's taken the things that were meant to literally take her out and turn them into building blocks uh, for the meaning and message she shares with everyone that she meets to provide hope and healing through a relationship with Christ Jesus. Her journey is a gripping reminder that every moment is a gift and that every breath is a blessing. So if you are listening and you would like to talk with her, you would like to join in the conversation, you have a question or a comment, please dial 657-383-0898. And just simply press the prompt, uh, the number one, and we will bring you on the air to um, to speak with this amazing author here. Uh, I tell you, um, Andrew, we're just so grateful that you're here again, just sharing your testimony. And mm-hmm. now, you. as you continue on your writing journey, uh, what are some of those things that just motivate you to keep writing? Oh wow. I, I, I think I write for the love of it, you know, the, the love of seeing my words on paper and knowing that it's touching lives and making a difference. Yes. And I tell people, say it's not about selling a million copies. It will be, it'll be great. But if I can change one life, That's right. I think it, it will be worth all, all the efforts, all the late nights, you know, staying up writing if, if one <laughs> life can be impacted and changed and transformed and they can, you know, and I see them in heaven. That to me would be the, right. the greatest joy, and that's what keeps me going. And and so um, I am motivated by all the things that 
um, I have gone through that if I can help somebody else, that's that's my gift. Amen. I think often, unless you're Oprah, Tyler Perry, or T.D. Jakes, or, you know, just uh, uh, big wig writers, if you are writing to get rich, you're writing for the wrong things. Um, yeah, you want to change true. lives. You want to you want your message of hope and healing to bring others to Christ to just really let them see clearly through clear eyes that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. And guess what? Yes. Your testimony, my testimony, and all those that are out there that are writing to share their testimonies, that's what it's all about, being able to help just one person give their life to Christ, then, hey, you that's yes. success. That's that is. It, it truly is. is. Um, what are what are well, not what, but who are some of the authors that inspire you as you know as an ever reader? As an ever reader, uh, I love Beth Moore. I love the way she writes and the way she teaches. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. There's just so many people that influence Joyce Meyer. <laughs> The, it's hard to I, say. I know, right? It's hard it, to pick. It is. I was thinking of all, all the <laughs> the books I have. I have so many books on that on my bookshelf right now that <laughs> it, 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 is, it is so crazy. I, I mean, because I I love to read. That's that's one of my passions. I love reading. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to. I, I shared this at church. I said, you know, two about two years ago, uh, almost three now, um, coming up on three years, <laughs> that I we were fasting. And I asked the Lord, I said, what shall I fast from? And he said to give up um, reading. Because, wow. I mean, you always had a book, always was reading, 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 reading. And, and it was kind of like my distraction. And it was, it, it was just that. It was, a, it, was a, it was a major distraction. And I started focusing on, okay, I need to focus in on what is it that God has called me to even the more and, and put aside some of that distraction and, and so I've, I've been focusing on my own writing. Um, I went full force with the Becoming Women's Network. We became an LLC. We started doing a lot more events and different things like that, um, be, working on my certification as a life coach. And, and so all these different things happened because I was like, okay, you were, you were distracted. It, the reading wasn't yeah. bad, but you were distracted by, by it. And so I need you to focus. And this year, my word is is my focus intention. So not just being intentional, but being focused in my intention of what it is that I need to accomplish in 2020. And so, yeah, but so yeah, so I, I still I still love my books, but I'm doing more more writing and 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 more um, getting the, the the message out of what it is that God has called me to, which is to uh, motivate and inspire. Um, not just women, but people. My my primary target audience are women, but uh, but you know men are drawn um, to this. My single parent book, we um, put some stuff out, and we had more men interested yeah. in single parenting than I had women, and this is which is which is funny because but I'm seeing that that that's that growing number of 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 men who are single parents. And so they don't have the two yeah. because we always focus on women. But, you know, men are single parents as well. And so, you know, my audience, like I said, is broad. 
but not that not broad enough that you know I can't focus in on who are the ones out there that are hurting and in need of a savior and of inspiration and motivation to continue their journey as to you know and who want to to move forward. Amen. Um, I know you mentioned um, your, your book that you wrote, Single Parents in Pursuit of God. Um, just briefly talk about uh, your other books um, also, uh, because I want the listeners to know, um, you know, what you've written, what you have out there available before we move into where they can uh, connect with you and purchase your book. Okay. So we have the single parent in pursuit of God, which was who I was. I was the single parent pursuing God with everything that I have and just understanding that God is with me. I, I, was, I was not alone in my journey. And just kind of to help um, people move on from that, that broken relationship and not break their children in the process. Amen. So we can be broken, but we don't have to break the next generation. I've, I've heard so many um, kids, and we, you know, we hear this, and we sometimes we think it's funny. Oh, you're just like your father. You're just like your mother. You're no good. You're this. You know, you're just like your worthless daddy. You're like your worthless mother. And this, and we break our children because wow. we are wounded. Yeah. And so, how can we heal and pursue God even while we are in that place of of brokenness, and not mm-hmm. allow our brokenness to affect our children? And that's one of the reasons I started writing that book. That one took me almost twenty years to write. And you say had to walk through it have my children grow up. My oldest will be 30 in April, and the youngest is she's 29 in June. And so how, you know, so to go through all of that and to raise uh, these um, amazing young ladies um, and not have them be bitter as well about Amen. their the circumstances of life. And so that's where that journey of writing that one. Um, I said the first one that was um, the kind of woman God can use lessons from God's female board of directors is there so many um, things that we aspire to in life? You know, they say there's nothing new under the sun. And so there are women who have accomplished some of the things that we want to do in life today. And we cannot look at our age or uh, look at the right. fact that, yes. you know, um, our gender, our socioeconomic circumstances, and say, well, God can't use me. God, he already had these women. You know, he had Mary. Yeah, you know, um, Priscilla, you know, at his time, this businesswoman, at a time where women could not own property, she had her own business. And she was a fellow of purple. That means she was she was pretty wealthy. She took in the disciples, you know, she took in Paul and the other apostles, and she housed them, and she had that first church starting in her house. And God used, used her into what we can look at our limitations and say, well, I can't do it. Yes. You know, my favorite character, Rahab the harlot. Here she is in life. Here, you know, we're talking Old Testament. <laughs> She's been called Rahab the harlot. Is it over, over what <laughs> three, four thousand years? This is what she is known yes. as. But she did not allow what the label that someone else put on her to keep her out of the lineage of Christ and still be written down in history. And we still talk about her today. And so Amen. we can be labeled. And, and, and I mean, we have we, lots of examples to go by, you know, mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. New Testament. And like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, years and centuries, you know, decades have passed, and we are still able to look back upon these great women and, and men, you know, in the mm-hmm. Bible. Yeah. Uh, but for the purpose of your book here, Becoming a Woman God Can Use, oh, there, 
several examples that we have that we can fall back on, you know, modern day Mm -hmm. as well as, like you said, during biblical times. Um, Again, the the number to dial in, if you have dialed in and you're listening uh, via the phone lines, uh, you just simply press the number one if you have a comment, question, or if you would just like to join in the conversation. And if you are listening via the Internet, please dial 657-383-0898 to speak with Ms. Um, Andrea Butler here. She is talking about her book, The Incredible Journey. Now, Ms. Butler, I want you to um, talk about any upcoming events that you would that you have that um, that you would like to share. Okay, so we've got a couple events coming up, and the first one is going to be on February twenty second. It's called Presenting Your Best Self, and this is a mm-hmm. self development. Uh, we'll be having employers out. We'll doing some mock interviewing and some, um, some training about how to land that second interview and what, what it is that an interviewer is looking for when he's looking at your resume or your application yes. online and if you're unemployed because you can't, you can't live your purpose if you have a need. And so we want to Amen. get you employed and get, get that, that, um, uh, that need filled. And then on May 16th, we'll have Is Your Bag Secure? It's a financial uh-huh. workshop. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a focus on our generational poverty and understanding how it shapes our relationship to money. And we want to give you the tools to transform your current financial situation and how you can leave a legacy for future generations. And then in Amen. October, we have our women's conference, Walk Like You Got a Purpose, is our women's conference that will be coming, coming up. And it says sometimes we can become discouraged and lose hope when we feel that we are not supported valued or encouraged in our vision, mission, and purpose. And so we'll go for a time of encouragement as you network with other like-minded entrepreneurs um, and other visionaries and those who want to find out what their purpose is. And so we're talking about walk like you got a purpose. And then my fourth book will also be coming out in a, by the end of this month. It should be in bookstores by the end of this month. And that is called Reflections Amen. from a Thirsting Soul. So What's the name of it again? Reflections from a Thirsting Soul. Reflections from a Thirsting Soul. Oh, I love that title. From a Thirsting Soul. I'm writing it down so I can go back and and, um, repeat that. Now, um, how can the listeners connect with you and how can they purchase your book? So they can visit uh, my website, which is www.becomingwomansnetwork.org. And this is where you can purchase the books. You can register for any of our workshops. Now, the one in February, this is a free workshop, you know, so it's free and open um, to the public. And But you must register so we don't have people to come. So we also, we're providing light refreshments, so we want you to make sure that we have enough food um, to feed you when you come. But this, but this will be a free event in February, and so please register online. And Amen. yeah, and I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are all the places at the Becoming Women's Network. Okay, becoming becoming Women's Network. Yes, becoming a Women's Network. Yes. Okay, great. And now uh, we are actually down to our bonus question. And I would love for you to share with our listeners 
what the word conqueror means to you. Ooh, what is the conqueror? You know, the Bible says <laughs> that we are more than conquerors through him that love us. And I would see yeah. um, uh, Kurt Franklin's song in my head, you know, we are conquerors. And so when we go through whatever, whatever it is, you know, like you said, that's meant to kill you, that you've overcome, and then you can come out on the other side and yeah. still have joy, you are a conqueror. When you, when you come out and you can smile, you know, from the islands, we always say we can take bad things and make a joke out of it. And when you can laugh at your, your circumstances and the places where you in, that you were in that were meant to destroy you, and you can look back and laugh, you know that you've overcome. And that's through the power of the Holy Ghost and through Christ Jesus. Amen, amen. Well, I tell you, this has been great. I mean, just what an amazing testament of hope and healing. Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. And um, I just wanted to say uh, we appreciate you. We love you for coming on and just sharing your heart and journey with our listeners on this evening. And um, as always, with um, just with you as well as with our other listeners, I want to personally encourage you to just keep pressing forward as you are making an impact in the kingdom. Just keep teaching, keep inspiring, keep helping those who persevere, keep helping those that uh, do not really understand their purpose and destiny. Uh, just keep pushing forward and, and touching lives as you come in contact with those people that God has put you in contact with because you are truly making a difference. Your testimony of hope and healing, it's really touching lives and just saving souls. And like you said, hey, if the content that you write about, if it can just touch one person and just save one soul, then, hey, you, you've done what God has called you to do. And, and and that's what it's all about. Yes, definitely. And thank well, you so much for having have... for having me on. I yes, appreciate you and definitely. the work that you do. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Well, everyone, that is our show for this evening. I want to say thank you so much for listening to the Conference Cafe. Be sure to visit our website at conferencecafe.com. Um, to check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. We've had an amazing show this evening, Ms. Andrea Butler, uh, talking about her book, The Incredible Journey. Uh, I love the fact that her message is to just never underestimate the power of God as he works in your life. And again, um, we talked about the reason for the resistance, those things in your life that you come against, uh, uh, the trials, the tribulation. Um, some of those texts uh, are targeted. God has, has set you up, and what the enemy is doing is that he sees the potential. He sees the potential that you have, and, and that is what the enemy is trying to snuff out. He's trying to put out your potential. It's what you can become that scares the enemy. And so he would throw out those those traps for you, and if you are not focused on the Word of God and focused on staying the course and, and praying, asking God to order your steps, then, hey, I tell you, uh, we can't get tripped up. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, while you are visiting the Congress Cafe website, please don't forget to subscribe to the website 
to just stay updated on all of the great things that we're doing. Uh, we have some great shows that are coming up this month for Black History Month. We are going to have some special segments where you guys, uh, we're not going to actually have guests. We are going to just be talking about some topics, and you are going to be prompt to um, call in and join in in the discussion and, you know, to just get your point of view on some of the things that we are going to be talking about. And, of course, next month, you guys know March is Brain Injury Awareness Month. We will definitely have some great interviews during the month of March for Brain Injury Awareness Month. Uh, and one of those guests will be uh, none other than Mylon, uh, our son. He will be on um, giving you guys an update on how well he's doing and all of the doors that God is opening for him as well. And also we're going to have a segment. Uh, my husband and I are going to be doing a segment uh, to um, next month as well um, to talk about the caregivers as well. So a lot of great things that we're going to be talking about uh, this month and next month as we are, are venturing into 2020. That's right, guys, the year of clear vision. So, again, thank you guys so much. We truly enjoyed you all. Don't forget to join us right here every Sunday evening, guys, every Sunday evening, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. But before you go, I want you guys to remember that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down paths in life that can be discouraging and full of frustration. That resistance, guys, remember I just talked about that resistance, but you must remember that it is your relationship with God that sustains you when you reach your limit and you want to quit on this journey. You can do two things. You can stand firm and persevere or give up or give out. Those are your two choices. You have the power to choose. And the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, everyone. And remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue soaring by the power of God, transforming your traumatic events into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, do not forget, we have two open slots for our Confessions of a Caregiver, volume number two. So if you are a caregiver or if you know a caregiver who would like to share their testimony um, of walking in the shoes of a caregiver through the eyes of caregivers, please have them contact me at info at twilareed.com. Again, I want you guys to, I want to encourage you all to read a book this month, uh, pick an African-American author. It is Black History Month, so educate yourself. I'm excited about the segments we're going to be doing this month. We are going to be talking about some awesome, awesome, awesome African-Americans that you guys probably do not even know about, don't have a clue about, but we are going to be talking about them this month, and you guys will have an opportunity to join in as well. Until next time, you guys have an amazing evening. Good night. Take care. May God bless you, and may heaven smile on you.
little bit, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it.
remember who you really are. Your name really is victory. God bless you, everybody. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.